Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Get Out of Rap. And it's a it's a first for Get Out of Rap today because my guests are a couple, uh, one of which has been on before, Martin Pemberton, and we developed a bit of a bromance. So this could be awkward, Naomi. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a three. It's a threesome. I'm fully aware. We've come to a threesome. I'm fully aware. But I'm I'm really happy to say we're joined by Naomi Horn. And so Martin and Naomi, a couple, and we're going to be talking about something you're both very passionate about. You spend your life trying to help people on, and that's uh, mental fitness. But firstly, Naomi, welcome. Hello. And of course, you, Martin, as well. It's true. I, I, I understand my role now and all. I am now secondary mate. It's fine. I'll, I'll deal with the jealousy. It's fine. Yeah. You did. It's good. Well, I'm just really pleased that we're, we're doing this. And... Um, Naomi, you said something before we hit record, which is you feel like you know someone before even kind of meeting yeah. them. Yeah, it's been a strange couple of years, hasn't it? Oh, everyone seems to you build relationships online, don't you? So actually, we've never met, even on a Zoom. Uh, but yeah, I feel like you know, I know you, yeah. <laughs> and how highly Martin talks about you. <laughs> well, it's reciprocated, it really is. <laughs> but mine saved me on a recent dog walk. I was feeling pretty low. And by the end of it, it was just having a great laugh. It was brilliant. <laughs> there you go. So, so how are you both? Yeah, very well. Yeah, good, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Good, mate. Yeah. Thank you. When did, let's start with, when did the, so you, did you work together before you came a couple or were you a couple then just started to work together? The latter. Yeah, yeah. we became a couple and then, yeah, we kind of started working together didn't we yeah um, yeah yeah we do we do suppose similar things in terms of coaching and mentoring and things like that apart but I think then we naturally just kind of morphed into working working together because yeah. I think the the combination you know male female com combination works mm -hmm. well as well for relating to I suppose more more people you know from from you know both, mm -hmm. uh, male and female some will identify more with me and kind of listen to what I might say a little bit more and then there'll be others who will listen to Naomi probably more listen to Naomi than me but <laughs> I, gonna yeah, say, yeah. Yeah, I can do my own little bit Mark you know chipping yeah, a little bit <laughs> yeah I think it's just nice to have a male female sort of perspective sometimes you know sometimes yeah. a, a female can put a different perspective onto something that a man might say and vice Watch versa this. yeah so yeah that's way. been really good actually because yeah, when we've has. you know worked with clients and then we maybe have a little bit of a chat and then we've been able to give each other maybe that other perspective mm. to kind of then go in and take into the next session or when we're working with people to just maybe introduce that idea for them to take on board that hopefully will yeah. help them to see things differently and then hopefully they can solve those any mm -hmm. issues that they've got yeah. you know well I in, in one of the earlier episodes where you were on Martin we got to we know about your um background we've been there and done that you're obviously yeah, now so, news, mate. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so Naomi what what's your background then uh, my background. So I, um, I, I was a midwife before. I used to be a midwife. Ten years. That's what I did coming out of school. Went to university and trained to be a midwife. Wow. Um, absolutely, I loved it. I was in. Um, I worked in the middle of Birmingham, so I got a lot of experience with lots of different people. Uh, found myself in some like hairy situations sometimes, but it's all good. Uh, absolutely loved that. And it wasn't until I had my own, my own babies, that it was a bit tricky to deliver other people's babies and look after my own at the same time with shift work and stuff. So I uh, stopped that and I started up my own uh, child minding business. 
Um, so I've always, I seem to have gone from like birth to then children, <laughs> grew up working with kids. It's obviously Just, helped with Martin. That's it. <laughs> Onto the elderly. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I'll get to those in a minute. I mean, children, children. Um, and yeah, so I did that for a while. But during that time, um, my mental health, it did take a, a bit of a dive uh, big time. I was in a, a marriage that I wasn't happy in. There was stuff going on there. And it wasn't until I made a decision, I found something out and that was sort of a turning point, which triggered me on to, and I don't know if it was fueled through like anger or frustration with myself, but I was, I was nine and a half stone heavier than I am now. So it drove a massive weight loss journey. And with my physical transformation, I then discovered all this, you know, mindset stuff and personal development. So physically I changed and I really got into this mental health stuff because like I said, my mind did take a dive big time. So it's during this process that I've now do what I do. Uh, I want to help as many people as well as possible uh, who also find themselves a bit stuck in a situation they might not want to I be love, in. I love that. Yeah. And where, where are you? Because I, you've you both of you actually helped me um it's even in some of the internal language that I use around mental fitness right so you look at it mm. as like you would do physical fitness and it just spins it slightly where are you on because hearing you talk about that then both personally and also for people that I've worked with or friends I've said to them and this might be wrong but I've said to them sometimes you know when people are angry and they feel they've been they've suffered an injustice and they're just angry at themselves, angry at everything. That that is actually a powerful fuel. Yeah. If it's you, if if that if it doesn't become all consuming, but you can yes. say, well, do it then. Use use that anger. Yeah, and that is something I've discovered after I thought I suddenly thought back. What drove me to lose nine and a half stone? And it was I was angry. Oh, the dog's barking. The dog's joining in. He's angry as well as someone driving past. Um, it was anger, and I. We've, we've spoken about that to people. If you can channel that anger into something uh, that's going to mm. take you forward yeah. rather than keep you stuck, yeah. is it a bad thing? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think we said, there's mm. something we spoke about before. We, we, it, I, said, I tried to explain it. It's probably a bit of a weird, convoluted way, but it's like we've, got, we've all got this power that we yes. all possess and we all use it but we kind of use it against ourselves, right? And then when someone comes along and says, you know what, you know that power you've got, you could use it again, you could use it for yourself, you know? We go, oh, no, not at all. Like, what power? I'll never be what, able to do yeah, that. Yeah, what power are you talking about? So it's like this, we've got this thing, but we don't know we can use it for ourselves, yet we're using it against ourselves every single mm -hmm. day. <laughs> and then, so mm -hmm. when you figure that out, mm -hmm. it's like the way we speak, the way you think, if you can take a look at that, and then look at how you deal with situations. If you want to feel differently, it's just like changing that to then do it for long enough to feel better. Because obviously the thing I mentioned to you just when we were off camera, that situation, I that could send me into a certain way of thinking and being, but by working on this mental fitness, mm -hmm. it's enabled me to not go to that place, to be able to try to see it from someone else's point of view, to not react in a angry and aggressive way, to then be able to focus on the solution, which is over here, rather than on the mm. problem. So being mentally fit, as we mm -hmm. say, and practicing that just like you would physically, it gives you the opportunity and the options to deal with the, look for solutions rather than keep focusing on the, on the, on the problem, you know? Mm -hmm.
Um, Naomi, do you think, especially for things like um, weight loss or going on kind of a starting a, a progressive journey for yourself, whether that is physical, mental, a combination of the both, is the hardest part for people that you found just getting started? Yeah, definitely. We always say change can happen in an instant, can't it? It's the build up to change is what takes the time. Yeah. And I always, because um, I do work with women as well, and a lot of times weight loss comes up and they have done numerous diets. They've lost weight, the yo-yo diet, which was me, that was me. And I find sometimes that because they've done that so often, there is this belief that they'll fail. Oh, well, what, why would this one be any different from the last? Yeah, I, I lost a bit of weight before, but then I, then I put it all back on again. And there's this yo-yo. So I find that it's this, instilling sort of this belief it's this so to change you've got to believe that you can and this is what we always say we all we believe that people can do this we have that belief that anyone can change anything if they want to so to work with people we have that in them and it's instilling that into them as well especially it's interesting isn't it yeah mm. very especially that, that thinking about oh i'm just going to put the weight back on so what's the point in starting yes. and looking at failure in that sense differently to you would do in life. Otherwise we'd never do anything. You'd never drive a car. Exactly. You'd, you'd yeah. never do anything. Would you, if you were just thinking, well, I'm going to, I failed in the past, so I'm not going to do yeah. it again. We yeah. say to the children, because the children are a lovely example, kind of, of some adults as well, that they're scared to try stuff. They're, they're, they're scared to try anything new because of this fear of failure. So I said to them, well, we said to them the other day, didn't we? Listen, if you go into something new, first time knowing that you're gonna suck at it, right? <laughs> you're gonna, because you've never done it before, yeah. you're gonna be all right when you do suck at it. Yeah. And then you're gonna try it again and you're gonna, and it's gonna get a little bit easier each and every time. We always say about riding a bike, you didn't just get on a bike and ride it, you got on a bike and you fell off. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got back on it and you fell off again because you sucked at it the first time. Yeah. But over time and practice, yeah. you well, eventually ride and, your bike. And often we mm. give the example of learning to walk. For most yeah, of us. Like true. We, we, when we didn't know yeah. what we were doing, but we went yeah. through the same process, mm -hmm. didn't we? We tried, we stumbled, we fell, we cried, we got back up, mm -hmm. tried again, fell again, and eventually we, we mastered it, yeah. right? So, so we've all I got think, the yeah. blueprint for yeah. success. And, and there was something else you'd mentioned before, I just wanted to yeah, yeah. talk about when we talk about motivation for, for diets and, and, and working yeah. out. Actually, action comes first. And motivation follows because if you wait for motivation, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to be waiting for, for yeah. all your life. So yeah. it's actually once you take action, mm -hmm. you feel better, you get a little bit of a result, which creates more momentum. Whereas lots of people are going, oh, I'm just, I'm not motivated to do it. But actually, you've got to, I'll be, I'll take action when I'm motivated. When actually, mm -hmm. it's the other way around. You've got to take the action when you're not motivated to create that, yeah. that momentum. Yeah. I think action beats the other great. Um, detractor which is procrastination yes it's kind yeah. of like well i think i can fit the gym in tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah. find a lot of times with diet and exercise and weight loss and everything there's so many negative uh things attached to it so if i said the word i say the word diet to people and they're like they throw words back like oh it's boring it's restrictive it's hard i'm hungry all the time and we always say, well, your diet is just the food that you eat on a daily basis. And whatever you eat on a daily basis is going to get you a result. And if it's a result that you don't really like, change at what you're eating. But 
change of also how you feel about what you're doing. What is losing weight going to do for you? Um, so people say, oh, I want to lose weight. And I'm like, OK, cool. So when you've lost a pound, you'll be happy then. And they're like, no, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you've lost you've lost some weight. So I, and then I go and say, but what? So what does weight loss mean for you? So what are you going to gain from losing weight? You're going to gain energy. You're going to be more comfortable. You're going to buy clothes that you want. It's, and it's just looking that one step past yeah. weight loss or yeah. exercise. <clears throat> or Yeah, the yeah. weight loss is the not having that thought in the morning of either what to wear or how you yeah. feel about yourself you when you look at yourself. Because yeah. I often think about that as well. If you, if, you could, if you take care of that, it's one less thing to worry about or to yeah. play on your mind. Or you just get to a point where you're really all right with it and then it doesn't matter mm. how you are right which is that's the other thing as well trying to help people get to this point where not that you don't care we, we just say the difference when people say they don't care you know they're lying don't you, you how many times you've heard i don't care like you yeah. do but we often say i don't mind it it's slightly yeah. different because actually i don't mind what people think I still care about people and what some people think but i don't mind what this what they say or think because mm everybody's allowed to think themselves and when and this is the other thing with the mental fitness we want to help people get to that point where they don't mind because they're happy within themselves therefore lots of the other things that are, used to be a problem mm. are no longer a problem yeah. i think that's lovely way of looking at it and it does i do because i i think i've i've said the same stuff to people before in that saying that i don't care isn't a negative it's mm. it, it's not apathy it's not the absence of a feeling it's just recognition that and this is caught this has been taught through experience of some awful situations but it's recognition that those things that they're talking about just don't bother me i'm i'm not i'm not i'm not bothered they're not impacting me in the same way that maybe they're impacting them or yeah. would have impacted a younger version of me mm -hmm. yeah. it's more just that um and that's i think when you look at um, when you're kind of mentoring or you're helping young people or people engage about the podcast, actually, who are, are younger, I think that's what I love is that there's people who you want to try and benefit and help them get to that point quicker. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm at this point now. It's, I wish I'd have got there quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah 100%. When you think that, I yeah. think back to my 20s. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, so bothered by what people thought of me and I became very much a yes person so god if you say no to somebody they'll they won't like you and then what does that mean so you end up taking loads of stuff on stressing yourself out to keep other people happy yeah. and actually that's a, it's like this, that's massive, it's like this yeah. massive paradox isn't mm. it that you you a lot of the time people figure that out when they haven't got much life left mm. Or, or something happens, there's an illness or an incident, and then they understand kind of how they want mm. to live their lives. And when actually, like you've just said, if we could get people to, if you could learn that sort of stuff in your 20s, yeah. imagine yeah. what kind of life you'd live if you yeah. if you lived to be in your 80s, 90s, of not caring what people thought and understanding that actually it's not important. Because we spend, like you said, so much time, maybe over half our life, dependent on how long we live, to to figure that out. Mm. And actually, some people never learn it, right? You no, no. It's elderly people who who mm. still are bothered by what everybody says and have all got all these worries and concerns. And it's like while you're doing that, you're not you can't focus on living. Put yourself because you're too bothered up, about yeah. what's gone before or what's going to come up. I think it's, for me, it's like recognizing and actually engaging in interrogating my emotions 
So I, I think, it, like you said then, Naomi, in the 20s, I was like a pinball in an emotional pinball, just <laughs> yeah. bouncing, ba- yeah. bouncing around from one yeah. extreme to the other. Uh-huh. And, and um, fear played a big part, you know, from a yeah. work point of view, just kind of doing things based out of fear, like fear yeah. that I was going to lose my job. Whereas now, I'd say, okay, well, let's come in fear, come into the room, sit down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, let's have a chat about why I'm so driven yeah. by you what am I scared of yeah, yeah. oh I'm That's scared that I'll let my family down I'm scared yeah. that we'll lose the ha- you know you oh you wait a minute you're catastrophizing yeah yeah are you saying that you won't get a job and just having a conversation with yeah, that absolutely. emotion well that, people we, yeah. we always say uh, all emotions are, are trying to they're a message they're telling you something so it's about instead of running from them because we all welcome in the happy ones don't we oh I'm excited <laughs> I'm happy this is fun this is great yeah. yet when we're sad angry scared hurt we we ignore them we bury them and we run but why they're trying to tell us something all the time that's lovely you say you sit with them and ask them the question we always say to clients is when something's hit you hit your stuff we saw you know when you feel that come in we just say sit with it and ask how is this a problem for me how is it a problem for me and answer it and then when you've got that answer ask it again okay so how is that now a problem for me and it just gets it and then you're like right there it is there's the actual problem not the one up here that we think it is and you know the bit what you just said mate about Mm -hmm. the pinball that's brilliant because (laughs) actually it's not even for people in the 20s. When I think of lots of people today, that's exactly what mm. they're like. They're still like mm. that pinball machine. The, there's reactions to this, reactions to that. There's, you know, and then the, it goes through the goal and then there's the anger explosion. And it's like, and that's, where, and that's what we want to do on our course that we do with people yeah. is to stop the chaos of the pinball machine. It's to be able to take that moment to calm down, to simply be in control or at least feel like you're mm. in control of the game, right? Yeah. And so you're going to get bashed from pillar to post still. But how yeah. you do it and how you react is you very different it, yeah. to how you used to. We still, you know? we still get, you know, we, we still experience yeah. all of these emotions. Yeah. We're not sitting here saying, "Oh, life's calm all the time." Yeah. Stuff still comes up. It's in that. Yeah. It's in the time, isn't it? The yeah. time. How long are you going to let this now have an impact on you? Yeah, this last three yeah. three years for us, mm-hmm. like both individually and, and collectively. We've all sorts of things, mate, yeah. have, have come, come to our We've world. Got a relationship stuff. Break, There's all we? kind of stuff Divorce going is coming on. Up, you but know. It's like, yeah. throughout that, and I said it to Nay this morning, like I said to her, the amount of things <clears> that she's experienced over these last few years and challenges, how she's dealt with them has been incredible. Like, just no one's got a clue either about how well she deals with them <laughs> and how she deals with them to, to maintain a level that then means that other people are okay because. She can be okay, but I just know that without the training that she's done herself and the work, mm-hmm. it, it'd be a very, you know, very different story. And that's what we want to give to people yeah. is this ability to be able to deal with the crap situations that come into our lives and the challenges and the difficulties, the losing people, the, you know, the job change, what, whatever your, your mental yeah. health, you know, losing your physical health and give them some sort of toolkit and, and way of thinking that enables them to, just take that each event on its merits without, like you said, catastrophizing mm-hmm. and blowing it all up and then coming back to this, what can I do about this? Well, I can do this, 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 and this. Mm. I can't do anything about that. So actually, I'm just going to let that go. I'm just yes. going to put it what down. Because actually, that's what we all do. We hold on to all that 
you know, stuff. I said, we're all, it's like we're all dragging this big boulder behind us, aren't we? We've got all the stuff we've collected, you know, that like we said, the rucksack mm -hmm. and all the yeah. things, and it's weighing everybody down, and it's, yeah. it's helping people identify what they need for this journey and what they don't need. What can they control? What down. can you do? When, yeah. when something happens yeah. and you're in that state yeah. of, oh, my God, this is a catastrophe, it sometimes is hard to see the solutions, yeah. but they are always there, and it's this... The mental fitness is about training the mind yeah. to be confident. Resilient is another yeah, one. Trust yourself. Things, and that you can handle this. Yeah. You can. Well, you always talk about mm. that if someone gives you a present, you know, oh, yeah. so I'll be able to let you tell it. Yeah, I always say, so someone comes at you angry and things like that. And I always say, so if someone was to come to you with a present and you didn't take it off them, where does the present stay? And it's always with that person. And it's the same with any sort of uh, anything anyone brings at you. If they, if they bring harsh words to you, they can keep them, leave it with them. You don't have to take it on. You've got a choice always as to what you decide to take on. And we always say the problem's only a problem if you think it's a problem. Situations and circumstances always happen in life. And it's only until we apply our own meaning to it from our own perspective, from our own experiences, that it becomes either a problem yeah. or not a problem. Well, yeah, put yeah. Some, I think I put something on yesterday that's saying events, mm. events don't it's upset you, your beliefs Your do. beliefs about it. It's meaning. only your beliefs and your values around the event mm. that cause you a problem because every event is not a problem for everybody. You know, so, so, yeah. so traffic traffic is the really basic yeah. example that we always use <laughs> traffic's only a problem if you apply You're the meaning the that it's in a problem if you've got to get somewhere so it's it's still just traffic yeah it's only the deeper I, meaning do you know what i've got a lovely example of that um, yeah go on so I, I went to work in um, Istanbul for a couple of years. Mm. And when I first went out there, um, Istanbul is just like a mental, mental city. It's enormous. And the people are great. I think I, I, think I should have been born in Turkey yeah. um, because they are more kind of, this is mass generalisation, but kind of emotions were present at work. Okay. So people were more demonstrative and things like that. Anyway, we had a meeting with another company and it was in the other side of Istanbul and we got a, a taxi, me and three colleagues of mine, all Turkish. And it was quite early on when I was there. And I look, I hate being late. Uh -huh. and, I, and we were just stuck in traffic. In fact, I, I ended up driving in, in Istanbul uh, about a year or so later. And you, if you follow the rules, you're gonna die. <laughs> so <laughs> you you have you, you just have to like go you know the, um but we we were stuck and in the end we were about two hours late and I was losing my mind and the guys in the uh, guys and girls in the uh, car with me taxi with me were absolutely not bothered and it was just kind of because it was what they're, they're they, they were used to this yeah when we got to the other end the people we were there to meet equally not bothered and we still I was kind of like right come on hurry up and they were like no here's some tea coffee yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about families and even just something like that now and, I, and this is some five six seven years ago that I came back even now traffic doesn't bother me mm. Be because and I spoke to someone about it the other day saying we if you think about the number of times we say how bad the traffic is it's like we're expecting it to be 
perfect yeah. yeah when in fact that's the norm the norm is you're going to hit traffic that there's going to be roadworks there's never going to be a time Mm-mm. where there aren't roadworks in the town that i live in yeah that somewhere yeah. you know it and to think that there is you're on a hide into nothing yeah yeah why yeah. don't you just chill out don't yeah. th- think about the music you're listening to think about yeah. the podcast you're listening to whatever rather than getting annoyed about it's like yeah. getting annoyed about air <laughs> I love it. Well, like you said as well, yeah. you, can you use the time to yeah. listen to a podcast, a, a book, yeah. call someone that you've maybe done? Mm. So you, the time, I think that's what it is as well. Isn't it? One will late, so what will people think about us? I mean, that's, that's the fear. That's the, that's the, that's the fear. What are people going to? And think? then the other thing is, oh, I'm wasting time. I'm, we're wasting yeah, time yeah. in this car. We're not doing anything. We're not going anywhere. When actually. Mm. What if you could change that yeah. now to use it to do something mm. more productive? Actually, it works yeah. really well. Yeah. I love your one. Um, if you're ever late somewhere, never apologise for being late. Thank the people for waiting for you. Nice. So it's like, yeah. don't ever go in and like, sorry, I'm late. Just say, oh gosh, thank you so much for waiting. Yeah. And it makes because then they they like, oh, even no if someone's annoyed waiting yeah. for you because you're late. Yeah. You've said thank you. Right? Thank you. So thank you. Yeah. It's hard to get mad well, at people and say thank you. Yeah, exactly. I'd never be annoyed seeing Martin coming in a room late. He's like, <laughs> I think everyone would just be pleased he's coming. He lights up a room, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so so when it comes to mental fitness and the work that you do yeah. who do you help what is it couples individuals companies well gosh i think yeah uh, now when we do, because it it's opened itself up into a really broad mm. kind of spectrum we can we can what we use and work with works for individuals mm. couples but also for companies because yeah. because it works with individuals it's going to work for couples mm-hmm. and it'll work for organizations as well and so the premise is very much around like we spoke uh, about before about the physical elements of when we say physical health mm-hmm. you're automatically most people think of going for a run going to the gym eating healthy you know drinking water looking after looking yourself. after yourself yeah. when we say mental health our first part of call is to depression anxiety suicide the the problems so when we think physically we go solutions when we go mental we go problems and then what we've said is that physically you can be ill you can be injured or you can be unfit and our question is why isn't it the same when it comes to our mental Mm. health you can be mentally ill you can have had a trauma so you've got an injury but you can also be unfit and not not to be said to someone to be rude or mm-hmm. derogatory no, saying no. that ability to deal with all the things that we've just said you've not developed it yet because you've not worked with someone to practice just like going out for a run to get fitter or lifting weights you'll go work with a pt, PT. Yeah. someone will show you the ropes and then you get stronger and fitter once you know how to the techniques if mm-hmm. that makes sense so, that's, so that's, that's, that's the way we look at mm-hmm. this and so while there's been this massive separation between physicality and mentality people are saying well you know you can see an injury can't you on a on someone physically but actually it's that separation that's causing a big mm-hmm. problem when it comes to mental health because we're not taking lessons from how we deal with physical ailments Mm. and applying them to Mm. psychological and emotional ones right because if you added it and then i always think about football back operations and things had to go for a scan found the problem uh go to see the specialist have an operation then work with the physio i've got a rehab program 
and you have to go through that rehab program mm. to get yourself back to the level to be able to play pro sport again. Well, can we not do that with our mental health? Can we not have an injury? Mm -hmm. Can we not work on the injury? Mm -hmm. Can we not then have a rehab program to get us back to full fitness up there? And then the other it's thing is, very insightful. you know, if we're really fit, it's just so insightful because yeah. when I did what you did when you said at the start when people think of physical health what do you think of yeah. when you think of mental health what do you think of and for everyone listening I know you're doing the same thing yeah, yeah. it's we've, it's yeah, amazing we've asked people and it's always the same always. health in physical means something and then the and then the word health mental health means the opposite and, and so by that that very <laughs> definition of how we already subconsciously think about each um, mm -hmm. each section therein i find lies some of the issues then when we come in to deal with mental health is that the first look and everybody's first thought is problem problem mm -hmm. problem not solution yeah right and then mm -hmm. the other thing someone who had spoke to really insightfully said but if you look at what's being drip fed to us through media channels and things over the last few years actually has got people believing a certain way about themselves. Therefore, there's no chance of change because if your beliefs are like hardwired, you can change them. But if your beliefs are that strong that you're mm -hmm. broken, that, you, that you're ill, that you, you're never going to get you fit, do. you're never going to yeah. be able to recover, mm -hmm. what's going to happen? You're not going to be able to recover because mm -hmm. the belief, and that's when we said about that power that you've got, telling you that there's no chance for recovery now i know that's not true because i've We've been there been, yeah. and come back from obviously the things we talked about before where i was thinking suicidal thoughts and things i've been able to come back from that to where i am now which is very very different so i know it's possible so when we say we believe in people that they can mm -hmm. change things if I've done it and other people yeah, have done, done it, it, I believe that everybody's got mm -hmm. that capability because I, 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 they do. It's just that they've been told a certain story for long enough. You start to believe it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think it's so I think it's so insightful to hear you talk like that. It's definitely had an immediate impact um, on me. It's really interesting as well, isn't it? Because there's still if you applied the same, like you said, about doing rehab and stuff like that, if you if you applied how other people view that and talk about it as well so I'll give you an example we we have like a I've put together a large large football team here and people um bring other people along that have they said oh you should come along to this thing we do on a Sunday and someone said in a kind of a slightly negative way about somebody else um saying oh this guy's coming along he he did have depression a while ago right and they kind of lowered their voice and spoke a little yeah. bit like that yeah. and I remember I said did has he ever broken a bone in the past you wouldn't go listen he's a lovely guy he did break his arm a few years ago <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah 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 so yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, we, but we have this weird yeah. sort yeah. of yeah yeah listen we're a bit depressed a few years ago yes why are you telling me that yeah you know I'll just I'll meet him as he comes, as That's he it. is. Meet him as he is on that yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that actually is yeah. what you've said there. Yeah. We've talked about this as well. When <laughs> when we're all living our lives, what we do with people, we do it with kids mm -hmm. and we do it with older people, certainly. We put our thought processes, what we think they will do or should do, onto them. It's like we 
and then so I always think of elderly people the people go oh, they're, so, they're always like moody or in a bad mood and I'm like yeah probably because you're probably treating them like a baby and and they're older <laughs> than you seen more life than you yeah. yet it's the it's like a um in the families we look at old people and we go oh they won't be able to do oh that God, and oh that, yeah, well, yeah. do you want some help across the road and we, it's like we our our thought processes they're fighting like this idea that all these people in the family have about them so just to maintain their own level of independence and kind of self-respect and people aren't doing it because they don't care they're doing mm-hmm. it because they think they do care but actually you're doing them a disservice and we do yeah. it because no, they won't be able to do that yeah. Well, how do you know? <laughs> it's like That's right. we, we, what we, what we've noticed now with people is, we, we trying to, we don't give people the opportunity to do stuff. Mm-hmm. We already decide that they can't do stuff, or that they're not going to be able to, or that we can do it better. So we won't. Well, let yeah, them they won't try. do it our they way. They won't do it our <laughs> way as well as us. So yeah. actually, when it comes to even like with the mental health stuff, can we give people the opportunity to try? Rather than just ruling them out straight, yeah, and, nah, yeah. They, won't be able, they won't be able to handle it's that. It's like that, yeah. It's like, the example like well, you just so I tell you what, yeah. if we put a few things in place and we give them the opportunity mm-hmm. to try, but be there to help catch them if they did fall, yeah, won't how good with would no that judgment, be? With, with no all judgment, the support there, you know? yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's the thing as well. Again, when we talked about those first thoughts of physical and mental health, how are we all thinking about people like you just said? Yeah, we've. Um, mental illnesses, mental injuries, we're already putting our, our thoughts onto them, but actually, are those keeping them down as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so powerful. It's kind of like, again, with old, with older generations, I think we fall into like lazy thinking. And you'll often hear, especially yeah. kids will go, they're surprised that the they're either their grandparents or whoever or elderly relatives, they're surprised that they had lives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you never guess what. <laughs> yeah I think my youngest said to me she said mommy were you a child once I was like yes darling yeah I I, I have had like this life I have grown up into this <laughs> I wasn't just your mother right from my own birth but you, yeah you do think yeah. that don't you when you mum yeah. and dad you don't mm-hmm. ever think of them as a kid because you've only known and a teenager in, a, tw- in their adult, 20s right? yeah. So that's how you see, yeah. you see and also yeah. making mistakes you know and it's kind of mm. like the, you don't hit a certain age and go right that's it I don't make any more mistakes now mm-hmm. no no, we constantly feed that back to our, our yeah. kids because we've got four girls between us yeah. now, which is a lot of fun, Mark. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got fun. I've got a, a fun. Uh, I've got a really great decade or so coming up. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> we, we have, we've, we've talked about this before. I'm, I'm in a household with uh, when my daughter's staying with us. I've got two stepdaughters. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's three, 13, 14, uh, 13, 15, and soon to be 16 in the house. So. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like fun. <laughs> it is. It genuinely is. It is a lot yeah. of fun. No, it is. No, it is. Yeah. We have a good laugh, uh, don't we? Um, but yeah, it's uh, certainly differences. We got. We went up to see my uh, young nephews the other day, and mm. just boys and girls. There's four boys up there. Uh, we we arrived with four girls. It's, just it's funny. Ca- carnage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you always say about children? So oh yeah. When you, and because often sometimes the way they act, and you're just like, what are they? What, what are you doing? What are they doing? So, so I, always, I always say, if you can view, if you've got a group of kids there, and they're all just you know messing around and just being 
generally like what are you doing Why? look at them as if you're on a night out right and you're the designated driver <laughs> and they're all your drunk mates right <laughs> they're all just your drunk little mates and then you're like right it there make, it is it makes it's a lot fine. of sense yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> you're the designated driver and everyone's drunk around you and it, suddenly it that's all a lovely fun. way <laughs> yeah it's a lovely way of looking at it i yeah. coach the um, under 13 girls team here mm. and after you think that at training you know they're there to train and then sometimes you're talking to them about a training exercise and you're looking at them and it is like they're just charging around yeah, yeah. You're, the yeah. you're the designated driver and they're all your drunk mates it's fine. <laughs> yeah. and how do you how do you two kind of find do you work together like every day or part, it depends, part of... it's, it's sometimes uh, if we go off and do workshops or whatever mm -hmm. so uh, the other week i was doing a workshop oh up north so i went and did that on my own so it just it just depends mm. like we we like to work together um and sometimes what we do do as well i'll work with groups of men yeah naomi will work with groups of women and we work with groups together but the reason this is the other thing when it comes to mm. the work we do when you work with a group of men the conversation will be slightly different and actually yes. being in a group of men i've found the men feel like they've got this opportunity to talk in a slightly different way and to share little different things mm -hmm. that maybe they wouldn't um, share if a, if, a, if a woman was yeah. there and, and vice versa, you know, in terms of pressure within relationships that men feel that sometimes the men feel like they can't complain or say that's what's bothering them because often it'll either be dismissed or it has been in the past or it's kind of, well, it's not that bad for you because it's worth So there's like yeah. a, in relationships, often there's this comp competition about who's got it, who's got who's it got worse, it worse. Right? Yeah, and yeah. so yeah. that in itself causes a conflict if someone feels like they can't say how they're feeling because the partner's going to go well it's not about it's totally up how many jobs yeah. i've already done today yeah, <laughs> ready, yeah, ready yeah. for the battle well, yeah. yeah we talked about it the other time didn't we boy girl boy yeah, jobs boy, and girl yeah. jobs yeah. Like, we have a joke, we joke. about it like... so earlier he was washing up and i was getting the bins in i was like oh <laughs> i'm doing a boy job <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah but often even yeah. that within households can become a problem because mm. well you haven't done your she had done a job, mm. actually, she's and gone. I was doing this, and oh, I'm doing that, and then you, you're scoring points, and before you know it, you're yeah. in this unspoken well, we, battle. You're in this competition, competition mode instead of cooperation. Cooperation, and, and so yeah. that, for most, if you look at work environments, home mm. environments, you know, it, if you're in competition, often mm. it doesn't always bring out the best in people. Yeah. Yeah. We ask couples, don't we? And, and anybody actually in relationships, even at work, I suppose, as well, is the uh, how do you feel when people say what should each bring to a relationship percentage wise? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, you'd say 50 50. 50 yeah. And that's the answer we that's the answer we get. And we say what if and, and feel free to like reject this always. We always love this little debate. What if everybody what if you bought 100 percent? And expected zero percent back. What if everybody operated on the hundred zero uh, sort of principle? What would happen then if you always bought a hundred percent of your game to any relationship that you're in, whether that's with family, friends, kids, whatever, and expected nothing sort of back? How would it be? I don't know. And if, it's, if it's everyone worth, operated at yeah. that level, because then you, you've got hundred yeah. percent all the time. Because if you're only bringing fifty percent, what's happened to the rest of you? Where's the other fifty percent of you? And that's and where the 50, it's an interesting debate. Yeah, Some well, people love it, and others totally are like that's no. where the fifty-fifty yeah. then is the mm. the looking when someone's like walked past the stuff on the stairs or left the 
cup mm. in the well, that's not my job. Sink, but if that's you're a hundred, if, yeah. if, if both people are a hundred, mm. the stuff either doesn't get left on the stairs and the cup gets washed up, or if it does, it's all right because yeah. the other person never expected you to do it anyway. I, I, well, I, lo I love that concept of the hundred zero because it reminds me of like the selfless leader. Yeah. So you're you're there. You, you get better results. It's a better environment if you're. It's kind of like servant leadership. It's kind of your. Mm. What? How? How can you help? What can you do? Yeah. Um, I. But this. This is such an interesting topic because I think any, anyone listening that's in a relationship can relate to this kind of point scoring of, I've done this many jobs. I'm. I'm ahead, and then you become indignant about it. It's like kind of. It's not. It's not fair. It's not right. Um, it's it's fascinating because we've spoken about this martin haven't we just yeah. this kind of like i've done the x y and z already yeah, today yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. Oh, i'm yeah. always joking when i always shout there's only me working oh, when when i'm washing up <laughs> oh, or doing stuff like that the, the, if, we, if the rest of us sat, happen to just sat. be sat down you're like only me working guys only me working everybody just eye rolls you know, yeah they just ignore they're me like, and let me carry on quietly. <laughs> work quietly but, but i don't it's just the rerun of the same show yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it but it is that. And so those are the underlying tones for most of us in our relationships mm. is that this is how we operate in most in, in nearly all of them, mm, right? Yeah. We're always looking for something. It's how I was in my doing it's like when uh, I hear people say sometimes, and after all the things I've done Don't for be, you, yeah, and I'm like, Well, did you really want to do them for that? Yeah. For, for giving sake, or were you doing them because you wanted and expected yeah. something in return? Because for mm. me, it's like, what? why do you need to say it after all I've done for you? It's mm. like, I just did it because I cared about you and, and, and loved, loved you, right? And then the other thing we often talk about is unconditional love is being carried around in a bag full of conditions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'll love you and like you if you do what I expect you to and think you should do to keep me happy. Because that's one of the other yeah. things, isn't it? We, yeah. we rely on other people to keep us happy. It's an impossible job. Mm. We can't, it's impossible to keep someone else happy. Uh, yeah. It, it's impossible. You and can try it because yeah. you do it, you know, and it, because you can't live up to that standard. No. It's never going to work, right? And, th and this is where the mental fitness comes mm. in again. If, if you can train yourself to be okay and to be happy, it has then a knock-on impact to the people around you because you're not then grumpy if someone has done something or hasn't done something and your mood then doesn't drop because our energy i love mm -hmm. the energy stuff i love it um your energy has an impact on the people we all we all know certain people like no one will name anybody but that people walk into the room and you're like oh god you could they like suck the life out of the room sometimes like, oh you yeah. know you've left a conversation with yeah. them and energy and you're vampires, tired. I think yeah but you also know the people yeah. that they don't have to say a word yeah. and they come into a room yeah. And you feel like, oh, you're instantly sort of drawn. So it's about yeah. if we can, and I used to be that energy vampire. I used to be that person. Yeah. And now it's about, can you maintain a level for yourself yeah. to then have an impact on other people to then sort of help them as well, well I guess. As well with the fitness stuff, it's like yeah. the ability then to be able to have those conversations where you can voice your opinion but you'll you'll voice it in a way and the other person won't get offended or will take it in a certain way so even if there is a, a kind of discussion yeah. or a disagreement you can still find a way to then come to a conclusion that even if you're not both satisfied fully with it it doesn't then carry over to the next day and, yeah. and then it's like that being able to put it down and even if you disagree 
okay, we're not going to find, but that doesn't mean it has to go forward into tomorrow and then the next day and where we're holding yeah. grudges, right? It so always comes back to you. Even the, like does. that ability to get fitter mentally mm. means you won't hold a grudge. You know, I heard mm. someone say once, there's, there are no justified resentments. Mm. And when I first heard that, I was like, no, I'm not having that. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean there's no justification? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. hard, but actually the more I've practised it, it's enabled me to put things down much quicker, much easier. Therefore, I'm happier. Yeah. Because mm. now I'm not like, why am I holding that grudge against mm. that? Like, oh, I, I'm doing this because you did that. Well, it's like that tit for tat, isn't it? And then mm. everybody's annoyed and, and angry. So actually... Well, it's that grudge. And it's like, what do you say? It's that drinking poison and expecting yeah. the other person yeah. to... It's only harming you. Yeah. And I think that's, that's why we are so passionate about this, because individuals there are people are and we were the same walking around so sad so stuck and not knowing how to get out of this rut that you find yourself in sometimes uh, thinking oh and I remember I said it is this just how life is is this just mm. how life is going to be and I was 33 years old and I thought god the age of 33 and I'm like oh is this how life is and it's just giving people the opportunity to learn something different with the support, put it into practice to at least, it kind of empowers them. It yeah. puts them back in. They're not relying like on anybody else outside of themselves. They're not relying on waiting on waiting lists. They're not relying on support from that. They can actually start to do this themselves, which then I think that's really empowering. When you've done something, when you've achieved something for you and done it yourself, it, it feels good, doesn't it? It feels really Stop good. Stop being the pinball. That, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it is, you know, because yeah. social media is a great example. How many people get yeah. enraged by yeah. things on social media, right? Yeah. They, they absolutely, they, they're incensed, aren't they? And then they're, yeah. they're overwhelmed with the, uh, they want to give people, I'm going to give them a piece of my <laughs> mind and give them my opinion. Yeah. And it's like, when you realise that actually the world is no different before and after your opinion, <laughs> yeah. you're, probably, you're probably a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you also start to recognise what you would comment on or what you can actually just put down. Because often when you do want to say something, who's it for? It's only for you so that you can... To be right. Be right <laughs> to make you right and make yeah. them wrong. And it's like you start to go... That's just a waste of time. Like it's yeah. just it's a what so what if I was right? It doesn't it doesn't change yeah. anything. No. If I'm wrong, it doesn't really change anything. So we you save people time and energy as well, yeah. which they can then put into developing the relationships and having a, and being more present and then loving the time that they're with people mm -hmm. rather than thinking what's the next thing what's the next thing because while you're thinking that you're never focused on mm -hmm. like we're just having this conversation now if mm -hmm. i'm thinking oh we've got this to do that to do with this tomorrow you're not you're not there are you no, so no. that's what where people are at in life now is we're never here mm. there's always the next and again the kids are a great example nowadays they always want to know what we're doing next <laughs> like what mm. we've, and we've even only just started the thing we're doing <laughs> like and, and i and, and we're trying to get and ask them to just concentrate yeah. on now because you're missing you're missing life again it's trying to like not have like it took a it took a divorce for me to uh and losing time with children it took mm. that for me to appreciate the importance of being present like mm -hmm. fully, like 100% engaged, yeah. no distraction. I'm, yeah. I'm there for you in whatever form that looks like yeah. because we're going to maximise this moment right now. Yeah. And, you know, I think if someone had gone back and spoken to the me that in my first marriage and said, 
this is what's you know you're not really you, you think you're a good dad you could you can be better you know you, you could be better yeah. i'd be like nah no nah, no i can't i'm brilliant um yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and and it's even for me i noticed it in small things it's kind of my prep my propensity to say yes to a, a request to do something if it was on a graph it would have been what would have been when I was at my lowest after that point I started saying yes like so if if one of the kids said oh dad can we just do this what, what I was would have been like previously is in a minute let me just do yeah. whatever it was what you know it'd probably like a housework or work thing now it's the I, the default is the other way around it'd be mm-hmm. like because I and, and once you do it you know so um even if that first thought goes, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. Now I know if I say yes, I'll probably enjoy it anyway. Yeah. And that yeah. first thought about not enjoying it was wrong. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of, again, it comes back to that thing about how do we help people? Well, what you're doing is great because you're helping people get to that point mm. without necessarily having something that sends them to the bottom of the, yeah, of the barrel, you know? Yeah, yeah well, that's we well, we, that our, our own experiences mm. brought this around. So yeah. that, and that's kind of in terms yeah. of the purposes, mm. we don't want people to feel like we felt to yeah. get to that. Mm. I don't want people on the precipice yeah. Yeah. to mm-hmm. think, oh, I need to make some changes. Yeah. We want to help people look at what they're doing now because mm. people very often never look at stuff when they're just all right or going mm-hmm. well. It's only when it goes completely mm. wrong that we go, oh, God, let's look. And businesses do it, don't they? Mm. But what if we looked at how things are going now? Why are they going well? Or why are they just all right? And where can they be better? Mm. Surely that would be better than sliding all the way down to the bottom. Mm. Yeah. So um, something you said, back up. And Naomi, something you said about relationships, I think it will just stick with me is this cooperation not competition mm. how how can you move how do you move from competition to cooperation what are the how do you help people do that yeah yeah first one well, first first step is always acceptance, acceptance and responsibility yeah. so we would say where you, where is your relationship at right now where is it at what part of you both played in getting it to this point? Yeah. Not, not what's the other one? Not done? what's what you have, done. What we, that's what we hear. Well, right, he's right, done this, and da, da, da. Yeah. we have it. We let that. We let because we coach um, couples together sometimes. Uh, we let them fire it out, and then we we say, right, was, I'm going to ask the question again. What part of you played in getting to this, this point? Point. point? So it's then about then them acknowledging that this is what they've done. Now a lot of people say that they, in a relationship, time passes. You have kids, stuff happens to that. And people hold on to how the relationship was when they first met. Oh, do you remember when we did this? And it's that, oh, how are we ever going to get back to that? Well, you're not. You've changed as people. You've like, had stuff happen. It's like wanting to go back to the now. 90s, Mark. Yeah. You know, like the 90s <laughs> yeah. were unbelievable, weren't they? If you could talk yeah. All the music, the the football, everything was in the 90s. That decade was, for me... Bob won a trophy in the 90s. Your nine-year-old strolled through the other day singing Tina Turner. (laughs) (laughs) People in relationships, they look at what it used to be like. And then that's where this comparison comes in. And I always say you've got two lives running, I always think. You've got this imaginary life that you wish you had. Oh, life should be like that. And And why are we not there? And why am I living like this? And then you've got your actual life, which when you, if that's not going great, 
when you compare it to this imaginary life, of course your actual life is going to be dreadful. And then you feel, you start comparing it to this life that you should be having. Mm. So I always say, well, let's scrap that one. Let's look at where life is right now. And now, how are we going to move towards this life that you would like to be living? But whilst we're busy comparing it to this imaginary life, we're going to stay stuck. We're going to feel dreadful. We're going to have thoughts of, I'm not good enough. This isn't good enough. Everything's dreadful. While we're blaming and While we're blaming everyone else like, for it. We've got to stop blaming yeah. and complaining. We've got so, to yeah. communicate with each other and be able yeah. to communicate it and receive it yeah. in a way that's going to help yeah. us move forward. Because often what happens, you did this, well, you did this, and then mm -hmm. it just it, <laughs> you yeah. it all the time. And then we talk about, like, how can we yeah. support each other in this? Because it's... Yeah. I think as well, sometimes in relationships, you are this individual within this kind of collective. Yeah. So how can we support, what can I do to kind of, help? like you've just said that, how can I help you essentially? Because mm. often you just start looking after yourself in relationships. I know I did in the past, you, you, you neglect, don't you? And you just focus on you and what, and not how can I help? Mm. And then, when we, you understand yeah. yourself, it's now then developing that understanding yeah. for your partner. And yeah. when you've got two individuals working on themselves you will form this strong very strong sort of yeah, relationship yeah. of understanding and i think then yeah. you know you look at we talk values mm -hmm. oh, yeah. about companies but then as a yeah. couple are your values aligned yeah. and if yeah, not yeah. let's see where we're at yeah. and then after that it's like right what's the goal now mm -hmm. what do we actually want to do as a couple what do we want to do individually and then what are the steps are we going to take towards reaching that imaginary wonderful yeah. life we've got what are the steps and then once we know what we're going to do, how we're going to try to get mm. there, how consistent are we going to be and committed to, to doing that? And we know we've got to do it for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And in that time, we're both going to change as individuals. So then there's going to be the balancing act of who you yeah, were yesterday yeah. compared to who you are tomorrow. Yeah. And then having, for us, it's like that gratitude thing. Yeah. What for, does that person do for yeah, you? Yeah. What do you love about them? Yeah when you're focusing on what they're not doing all the time and the things that are irritating you, you're missing out on actually, you are together. What is it that you do love about them? Why are you with them? You know, what, changing up the direction of where you're looking. Time is massive, I think. I, the concept of time, we don't know how long we've got. And I feel, and I did it, I'd, and I don't think you ever waste time as long as you look back and learn something from how you've been living to then change it up if you want to, to move forward differently. Because I think time is really important. And whilst we're sitting around being bothered about how we look on Instagram and what other people are thinking and stuff, we are missing out on living a life that we could be, you know, that, that's happy. And like you say, living in that moment, we time travel a lot in our minds, don't we? We'll time travel to the past, we'll yeah. time travel to the future. And actually we miss out on the here and now all the time, yeah. So that's how we kind of, with couples, work with them. Well, you two, you two are like my favourite couple. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, hadn't, it hadn't been an awkward threesome at all. Um, <laughs> um, am I, am um, I in the group? Am I in? Yeah, you're in. <laughs> you're in. Um, I love you both. I think you're brilliant. Um, oh, mate, but, as well. Sorry. We, we're going to start on the radio soon, so we, oh, want, yes. we want you to come up and yeah, come into the studio because we want to obviously do this in reverse and have a chat with you yeah. about your life and things you've learned and bits. I can't believe they're letting us loose it. on the radio. <laughs> Neither can I. I mean, <laughs> oh, 
my goodness. It's yeah. going to be, I, I can't wait. It'll be brilliant. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Um, when when does your show like start? Oh, next, uh, uh, next Wednesday. Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we're on. Oh. We had the training yesterday. I mean, oh, I, can't even, I can't even use my own phone, <laughs> let alone the dials on this radio. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. have a good time, like, learning. Yeah. Again, you know, exactly. you, you go, oh, God, am I going to do this? But then... You know, a few weeks later on, we, like when you started yeah. this. We fully yeah. accept we're going to suck at it the first yeah, time no, with this. Yeah. 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 How exciting, though. I know. It? It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, you look, you've made a real positive impact to my day already. Um, for anyone listening, I 100% recommend connecting with Martin and Naomi on LinkedIn and just letting them into your life because they make a, a real positive difference. So um, thank you both for, for coming on. And yeah. I look forward to coming on, and oh, as long as I get to play Tribe Called Quest. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You can choose yeah. your songs. Yeah, you can pick your songs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you both for very much for coming on. Oh, Thank our, you. Our pleasure, mate. Thank you.